Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along to the Monday episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about because I haven't been following anything that's been happening over the last three days. I've literally seen nothing of the coverage. I've deliberately gone out of my way to not look at it at all. No, I haven't seen anything apart from, obviously, I've looked at social media. I've seen things on there. I've yeah. seen things on there, but I don't, I don't tend to watch like telly anyway do you know what i mean i don't i'm, I'm not being snobby oh. going, no i don't watch telly but uh, what i do I is i don't have a television i watch those. i watch telly i watch it streaming i watch football or i watch something on streaming so i don't tend to like have the news on or just live television programs like yeah. i'm more like i'll know what i want to watch and i'll sit down yeah. to watch it so therefore it's i'm not likely to like encounter queens but for me the act of watching the coverage of the passing of Queen Elizabeth II is in itself quite disrespectful to her memory. Because if you think about it, right, like, people love the Queen, yeah? Yeah. People are sad about the Queen dying. And people um, are, people perhaps want to soothe themselves by watching coverage that does everything from telling the story of her truly remarkable life of service yeah. and um, also other stuff about like uh, dogs and horses and, and, and bees and yeah and the bees and also talking about what might happen next like what the funeral's going to be like what the spread will be like at the funeral all these different things that are going on people enjoy that and that for me is a problem because I was under the impression or it's my opinion, let's say, and we're all entitled to opinions, that it's disrespectful to enjoy yourself at the moment. And if you are taking any enjoyment from watching the coverage of the Queen's death, then you're being pretty fucking... I'm sorry to swear, Andy, but we're all emotional at the moment. And I just think that if you have watched any television, but especially television about the Queen... Mm. then you've been very unpatriotic and you have shown really a lack of class. So I think you used the word soothed there, and I think mm. that's what it is. People have been soothed. And the, the act of soothing is an act of enjoyment and pleasure, isn't it? And that's Whether wrong. It's in the same that's real wrong. house. So therefore, it's yeah, it's disrespectful. You're completely right. I totally agree. I think that you're being indulgent, you're being selfish, and you're making... Do you know what else you're doing, Andy? If I mean, obviously not you, because I think you're a beacon. You've shown your respect by avoiding the subject completely. Mm. I'm sure you've been paying your respects in your own mind internally, and that's the appropriate thing to do. But the, uh, my, people, my internal mind, my internal mind isn't isn't up for public discussion. 
no, exactly. That's your business. I'm not even going to pry into it. I'm, no, I am speculating you. that you've been paying some kind of internal mind tribute to the Queen. Um, and can that's, a, that's this, a private matter. Can we, can we just call this episode Internal Mind Tribute? Internal Mind Tribute, yeah. Let's write that down. Um, and, and I think that, you know, there are things that are appropriate and there are things that are inappropriate. Pleasure, comfort, inappropriate. Uh, pain, boredom. Boredom is really appropriate this weekend. If you've been bored, like I tell you what I did earlier, I painted, I finished painting the front fence and gates. Yeah, right. I'd run out of paint last weekend, so there was still some touching up to do. And and so I thought, well, Sunday's as good a day as any for a touch up. It's a f- so, very Sunday activity. Yeah. It is, yeah. So I went out, and it, it was a perfect balance, mate, because I was doing something practical, but it was quite boring. Mm. And it You're wasn't stoical. I was being stoical. stoical. I was like, the paint needs the fit. The fence needs painting, mm. and 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 painting it shall have. I'll tell you what it is. It's duty. It's duty, Sam. That's what you've done. You've done your duty. You've done a thing yeah. that needed to be done. It wasn't enjoyable, like the Queen's reign itself. I'm sure there were large, large pieces of her 70 years that she didn't enjoy or actively hated. I could see her bored, like, excuse my language, Mum, but she was bored shitless half the time. And that, I think, is why people admire her so much because being bored is, like, it's awful. I mean, me and you, we hate boredom. And most people hate boredom. I mean, boredom's the fucking worst, isn't it, right? And that poor bloody queen has been more bored than the most of us have in her life. And did she ever fucking yawn or go, fuck this, I'm just going to fucking make a call, get a bag in. Just have a look at your phone. Get off my tits. Play a candy crush. I'm going to fucking do a load of gack and watch fucking Pornhub all night, right? Whilst Mm. crying. No, none of that. I never did that. Oh, I'm going to get one of those massive extra long tubes, those meter long tubes of Jaffa cakes and just fucking eat all of them while yeah. watching Dukes of Hazard. No, she never done nothing like no. that. Well, because she was, sto- she was stoic, she was brave. And, mm. she, and if there's one word that sums up her life and her reign, Andy, it is duty. Right, duty, exactly, duty. and that's what you've done this weekend yeah. today. It's all about duty, you, and you've emulated her. And it was, uh, and it was, it was quite, it was like a metaphor because, in many ways, we Britain are the fence, and she was the paint on that fence. She was the paint, wasn't she? she? Was the paint, the paint that held us together. And every every few years, she got touched up. She did, and that's just what she had to do in order to stay the distance all these years. Yeah. You have to, you had, yeah. The Queen needed a touching up once in a while, just like any of us do. I've never been touched up this weekend, I'll say that much. You haven't? No. Well, no, no, not from a third party or from myself, no. and I think that's. Oh, well, that's, that's that, I mean, that's something else. To... I, I think that anyone who's even fucking thought even fleetingly of interfering with themselves in a in a, in the genital area this weekend. Do you know what my message to you is? Just why don't you move to France? Because yeah, 
if yeah. that's your attitude at a time like this, you're thinking about pleasures of the flesh, yeah. right? No, you're no better than a Frenchman. Move there and worship Put- fucking Gerard Depardieu or whoever their equivalent of the Queen or King is. Or put put a fucking bag of ice on it for half an hour. Fuck's sake. Unless, can can unless you for one minute stop thinking of your cock or for the ladies well, listening, is, your fanny? The, statistically, somewhere in this country there is always someone having it off. So by that token, as mm. soon as the Queen's death was announced, stop there's a couple somewhere it. that immediately started having it off. Hello, and I'm Hugh disgusting. Edwards. Hello, I am Hugh Edwards. The Queen is dead. If you are fucking, stop it immediately. Stop now. <laughs> Even if you're I'm, just about to come. Everyone, stop and watch me pretend to cry in pursuit of a knighthood. <laughs> I read somewhere that Hugh Edwards, I don't know if it's true, I just saw a headline or something. I've noticed that the main news source nowadays, maybe it's just my feed, for everything is Lad Bible. Lad Bible tell you everything. Really? Oh, yeah, everything. Follow Lab Bible on Instagram. They honestly, they're quicker and more authoritative than even the BBC. They're on this shit like fucking nobody's business, and they tell you everything. And I think it was a headline on Lab Bible that said that Hugh Edwards had been practicing um, breaking the news of the Queen's death in his own bathroom mirror for months. Can't blame him. He's a pro. He's a pro. I'd have done the same. I don't know, mate. I don't know if that feels a pro. Oh, you can't. You, it's something like that. You can't riff it. You've got to know exactly what you're going to do. I'd riff it. Yeah, but I mean, that's why you're doing this. That's why I'm banned from so many television programs. <laughs> yeah. You know that I, I was do on. Put it like that, but yeah. You, you know why I was I was on air in the event of two massive seismic deaths. Number one, two thousand and two. I have my own TV show on Channel 5, The Edit, every Saturday afternoon. I'm sure you'll remember it, Andy. It was iconic. Anyway, right, um, The it, it was on Saturdays. I think it was 10 till, I can't remember, maybe 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., something like that. I knew I always had it out the way before going to Upton Park. <laughs> that, that was what was good. It really left a mark on your, on your conscience. I fucking enjoyed doing it, but it was a long time ago. But anyway, it was a live show. And uh, we made it at ITN. And the fucking... I'm in there and we're going... We're doing the rehearsal. Princess Margaret dies. And this show... You know, like, TV channels have a legal obligation under terms of their licence to run news bulletins a certain number of times per day, right? Mm. And so on this show that I did, it was actually a sort of a, a youth show right very much in the sort of tradition of the kind of 80s youth shows but i was reviving it in the noughties and and with no success and they said that so it was categorized as a new show and that was that was why it was live so it was it was all to do with like tv regulation so it was categorized as a tv show but i didn't wear a fucking suit it was me and anita rani and we didn't wear suits or that we were just doing stupid things but there had to be by the terms of the license, a news bulletin in there, right? Oh, right. At some point in the hour. And uh, usually it was easy peasy. We just read out very straightforward things and then got on with the rest of the show. Oh, you had to do the news yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Princess Margaret died. Didn't go over to Reginald Bosenkett. No, well, not usually, but this day we fucking did. Because Princess Margaret died and we're in ITN, the fucking 
news hub, the news nerve center, right? And all everyone suddenly become very animated and said Princess Margaret's died. And of course, I've given it, don't worry about that. Just write a few words down on a bit of paper. I'll knock it out halfway through the show, just like we do with all the news. And they're going, well, we don't know. We don't know whether the show can go ahead. And I've got, do what? The, show, the show's fucking going ahead. I mean, I've got my makeup on. We're fucking doing the show. And they're going, no, but this is Sam. This is really big news. So, I don't fucking care what news it is. I'll read it out and then we'll crack on. And they had to delicately, in the end, like the boss comes in, he's not usually in on a Saturday. There's a skeleton team on a Saturday, right? This was a the sort of show, like most shows I ever made, that was like, people thought, it doesn't matter, no one's going to watch, leave him to do what he wants, right? And uh, the boss had to come in and say, look, and he was nice actually, and he said, look, Sam, because no one else had been able to just come out and say it. It's like, look, we've, we're calling in someone else and we're cancelling your show. Because Princess Margaret is very... I don't even think I quite understood who Princess Margaret was. Right. And they go... I said, I don't don't worry, I'm not going to riff it. Just write it down. Get someone, get a grown-up to write it down. I'll read it off the fucking auto tube. Have you been been practising this in your bathroom mirror for months, Sam? I tell you... Because if not, it's not going to work. So anyway... I in the end he said he's given it to me straight. He's going, look, it would be wholly inappropriate for a cunt like you to fucking break news like this. So fuck off, we're getting Charlie State in. Charlie State, Ooh. who is a fucking legend, and in those days he was a news radio on on Channel Five, and he was the top fucking geezer. We loved him. He used to come drinking Charlie afterwards. Charlie State is brilliant. He is. He is. I would say he's almost like the best man in Britain. I can't think of a better one. I can't right now, either. I can't think of a better one. He's he is a sensational human, and yeah. even back then he was just the same. He's smooth as shot. But you know what? He's not like you know, like some of these posh people. They can kind of. I mean, I'm not saying he's posh, but you know what I mean. He's a he's an adult. He's an adult. I, 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 I'm not sure how posh. I'm sure he had a proper job before. No, he got when into I say when I say posh, I don't mean posh posh. What I mean is here is a guy who's very intelligent, articulate, smooth cool but in many ways he's like the opposite of me right and yet what what he wasn't was he wasn't snooty towards me at all he would come Mm. to the pub across the street where everyone drank when we worked ITN and he would sit and he would indulge us right me and the other kids who Mm. worked on this show he would indulge us he would laugh at our nonsense he would give us little tidbits of advice he was just charming and inspirational and yes I loved him Charlie State mm. was a great man. I still love him now. I've fallen out of touch don't, with him now. Don't, don't talk about him in the past tense. It, it's painful. No, he's not. I tell you what, when he dies, for me, that'll be right up there with this last few days. But he's got yeah. years left in him yet. Oh, he's only 60. He's ageless. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Charlie State came in. And the other time it happened was I was on BBC London presenting the show when Thatcher died. And the producer in my ear said, don't react, because I was interviewing someone at the time, don't react, but Baroness Thatcher has died. As soon as you get a gap, say, say, announce it with the exact words written on your screen. The exact words. Do not deviate. Do right? not riff it. Don't make a daft joke, right? Don't do it in your silly Spanish accent that you think Don't everyone laugh. likes, right? Don't yeah. start doing a fucking routine or imagining how your cat might react to this. 
Say, don't, don't call for Ding Dong the Witch is Dead to be elevated no, to the top of the charts. Don't start going on about the fucking pharmacists, right? Just fucking read what's on the screen and then say we cross now to the BBC newsroom, right? So I thought, right, come on, Delaney, for once, don't make a cunt out of yourself, mm. right? But the bloke I'm interviewing is a guy who actually remains a friend to this day, but this was the first time I'd met him. Cosmo Vinyl, former art director to The Clash and the Injury yeah. and the Blockheads, right? And Ooh. huge West Ham fan, uh, which is oh, how we've phew. remained friendly. He's actually an artist, and I've bought a lot of his art off him over the years, right? I, I, I can imagine he's someone who might have a, a, something to say about the death of Margaret Thatcher. He certainly did. This is how it went. Oof. He's Oof. on the mic, right? He's sitting opposite me. I'm interviewing him. She said, as soon as he takes a breath, jump in and go, okay, we'll leave it there for a moment, Cosmo. Um, we have breaking news. Baroness Thatcher has died. We cross now for more details to the BBC newsroom, right? At that point, I should have, as before I even started that, I should have pulled his mic down because at, at BBC London, yeah. when I used to present there, I had control of the desk, right? Yeah, you could have reached across and put your you put your hand over his mouth as well. Yeah, so give, give him the, the the hand across the throat. I put my hand up to him as if to say silence, Cosmo Vinyl. Yeah, I didn't pull his mic down fully because I was like I was tense. It was a tense moment. Yeah, you weren't expecting it. Yeah, I pulled my mic up and I said, "We have to stop now for some breaking news. It has been announced that." Baroness Thatcher has died. Before the next words come out of my mouth, Cosmo Vinyl says the following. Rastafari! And clicks his fingers like that in a Rasta style. And I looked at him. Oh, if looks could kill. I'll bet. I pulled the mic down. Seconds too late. I looked at yeah. the producer. She was looking at me. She wasn't cross with Cosmo Vinyl. She was cross with me. on the floor, I imagine. We went to the newsroom. I pulled all the mics down. The boss of the station came in and said, Sam. Sam! <laughs> thank you very much for all of your hard work. But Vanessa, we've just called Vanessa. Her cab's turned around because Vanessa did the show before me. So we've just called <laughs> Vanessa. Her cab's pulled a Yui. She's coming back to cover the rest of the day. I we went, need someone with gravitas for went, this job, Sam. Went, I, and the only person we can think of is Vanessa. Well, she, she very much is the, what well, was, she's just left now, the flagship host on that particular station had been for years. Yeah. So she was the appropriate choice. But again, like at Five Live all the years before, he felt the need to be delicate in his explanation to me as to why I wasn't going to be able to lead the coverage on the death of Baroness Thatcher. Just like that bloke had been before ITN about Princess Margaret. And in both cases, I was like, you don't have to fucking explain. I don't want to do this. And even if I did want to do it, I am fucking self-aware enough to know that I would be extremely inappropriate and awful for this job. 
right? Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. The last thing I need to do is lead fucking tributes to, to Mrs. Thatcher. Well, I mean, it's something you want to do personally, but it would be... Um... You know, it would be a, a badge of honour. It would establish. CV. But if, I, if t- let me let me tell you one thing, just slightly seriously, if you are willing in a situation like that to show that you are comfortable and capable of putting aside all your own political leanings or beliefs or values or principles, yeah. and delve straight into, I want to say objectivity because that's a sort of a watchword for journalists, but it's not objectivity. It's actually, are you willing and able to buy immediately into a radically establishment view of the world, right? And just seamlessly switch into that and, you know, kind of repeat it as if it's just your second nature. And if, you're, if you're willing almost. and able to do that very quickly on a whim, then, yeah. then you've got a good fucking shot a good career in the media, especially in broadcast media, right? And that's something that I think we've seen across the media. And I'm not saying look at the right-wing establishment media like the Mail and Telegraph. I'm saying look at the rest of the media. And I'm talking about The Guardian or The Independent or The Mirror, BBC, Channel 4. You know, no matter who postures as, as radical, right, or who postures as as left wing or progressive when certain things happen everyone falls into line behind the the establishment point of view and I think that is uh, fascinating I'll tell you this this might be an observation you might not have made perhaps because you're too close to the the events but the reason why you were hauled off that Channel 5 show Mm. when Princess Margaret died the reason why you were hauled off BBC London not Cosmo Vinyl different um, when Thatcher died, regional accent. Yeah, that's another reason. Again, you can't have uh, someone leading tributes to someone it. important who's died with sounding like 
they are down a market stall <laughs> selling flogging knockoff hooky watches. Jeans. Yeah, <laughs> it's not right, is it? Selling apples. Um, yeah, we'll not even real apples, apples. Hooky, apples <laughs> hooky apples that are actually yeah. made of wax. Yeah. Made out of wax and or marzipan. But you're actually trying to pass them off as genuine fruit-based apples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Based on that time, you brought some wax apples into the office and tried to pass them around to everyone. I tried to sell a load to Vanessa, but she was on to me like a flash. She's more street smart than you might realise. No, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. But again, part of me thought, yeah, that's right. I don't have the right demeanour. And I sort of accepted that. I don't... I'm not sort of there going, ah, oh, it's out of order, you ought to let me do it. I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, this is like establishment stuff and, you know, it just would seem laughable to have someone who spoke the way I do and, and the way that I looked. I had long hair and all the rest of it. So I, I kind of thought it was fair enough and I don't hold any resentments about that and God knows I'm delighted I didn't have to fucking do that because who wants to keep a straight face and say that shit? For me, it would be hard to look certain people in the eye again. Like you, I didn't know you at the time. Um, I might actually I probably did know you by the time Thatcher died but you know it's like anyway um, but people are very keen and willing to jump into that whole establishment point of view really quickly aren't they I I often wonder why though I don't know what you get out of it I suppose career advantages career advancement I think yeah and probably validation yeah and attention you know people will do some incredible things for the very, very smallest rewards, mm. if that's if that's how they're wired, I think. I saw a great thing today, is that um, Dan Wooten, who I was is, just about to say, did you see the Dan Wooten Dan, thing? Dan Wooten is an, a, really an appalling human, right? Oh, yeah, the neurodemoning features whatsoever. Like, I think yeah. sometimes you and I try to hold back about people in the, in the public eye, and I, you know, I, I know him a bit, I've certainly met him, and we've our paths have crossed several times over the years, right? Mm. and especially when it's someone like that I try to hold back a little and go oh you know he's da-da. but he's just no the pits he's the absolute Scum. pits and and when you talk about people who will do anything just for approval and attention like yeah. that well, so he's gone he's right from the get go he's, he, he's who was I was, he's who I was thinking of when I said that because yeah. I was just about to say well, you said that, that have you seen thing? this scam he, put, he pulled yeah so well, what did he do? The 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 bouquet thing. Yeah, in a palace. And he's got yeah, he's, and he's got exposed, hasn't he, on on Instagram and Twitter or whatever. He's got exposed because he did four takes of it. He's put he's posted a tw- a tweet with a video of him, um, laying a bouquet of flowers among all the others, but in a palace, and then ha- kind of having a moment together where his, his fingers are steepled together almost as as if he's in prayer. Yeah. And he's having a moment of contemplation, and he looks around maybe to see if anyone's looking at him, and then he walks away. But um, yeah, I saw a tweet. Somebody had tweeted that um, they were standing next to him when he did it, and he did four takes. Unbelievable! And, um, yeah, well, someone actually called me and said, "Oh, nothing says silent reflection." I was there today, standing next to you when you went and made this video. Nothing says silent reflection like doing four takes and encouraging the team you had with you to make sure that they captured the bit where you pretended to pray. Right, come on, team. I mean, you couldn't fucking make this shit up, could you? Uh, but no. yeah, he, he's he's an he's an awful and absurd man. Have you? Let me ask him. Have you ever heard of this guy? I think he's called Mick Wright, um, 
uh, who does a he does a Substack um, under yeah. the name of Broken Bottle Boy. Yeah. Well, this is just I'm not going to go into detail because it's not for me to say it's his work, but he he's got really great. He's as as the Human League might say, he's a touch a touch strident even for my tastes at times. <laughs> in in uh, his appraisal of the media, but he does have at times the most brilliant and caustic and cynical, but also really accurate and honest fucking insight to the way in which the British. Uh, media, particularly the print media, operates, and his piece on the coverage of of the Queen's sad death is all I'll say is it's worth a thorough read. All oh, right, I can highly I'll recommend it to you, Andy, and perhaps I'll some of our listeners that. will also like it. And I, 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 I would also I don't necessarily agree with every last detail of it, but boy, it's a fucking read and a half. <laughs> it makes for good reading. Makes for a fucking okay. good reading. Now, can I tell you just one thing before I forget? Because it was actually at the top of my things to discuss today, and I need to tell you. A lot of people have been seeing strange signs from the Queen, like she's appeared yeah. in the form of clouds. There was a cloud. Yeah. Uh, right, no, there were several different clouds of the Queen in different oh, situations. There? there was one of her just looking, like having a look. Yeah, like like she was up, but she was already wanting to have a look at what we were doing. Just to check, in see, what, see how we were grieving and mourning. Yeah, what's going on down there? Don't worry about it. It's what's like that? going on holiday, and as soon as you get on holiday, ringing home to see what's going yeah. on at home. What's going on? What are you watching? What are you having for tea? Fuck me, mate! You've only just got to fucking cost. Oh, buying the buying the British papers the next day. Yeah, what well, a day later. I haven't even got Fuck the fucking hell. Premier League scores because I got the Sun. It was still Friday's issue. I had that she's already. Having, They're giving it to me for free on the EasyJet. She's having a look down to see if there's a couple of wankers sitting in Asda car parks. I'm like... Talking shit about her. Queen, do you know what? You've had a, all this life of being bored shitless. You're old, you're tired. I was only thinking the other day when she had to swear in Liz Truss or whatever it was. I genuinely was thinking that day. For fuck's sake, can they not give the Queen a break? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, she had to deal I'm, with Johnson and Truss in the same day. I'm 47, and I am knackered after recording two podcasts with you. Right? Yeah. I need to go and have a lie down or some peanuts or something. I'm thinking, the fucking Queen, I mean, to do this bullshit with these arseholes who she's probably got no respect for, right? And I'm thinking, she's an old woman. She shouldn't have to do this. Right. Yeah. Anyway, then she died, and I was like, "Well, I suppose on the upside, she doesn't have to do any more of that fucking carry on." Yeah. So I'm thinking, lovely. Now she can have a rest. She's gone to a better place. Next thing I know, bang, she's in cloud form, looking down. I'm like, do you know what? Just switch off for a while. Mm. It's like going on another thing. People who work in office jobs or whatever in companies, and they and they have to keep checking their email when they're away because they think that things can't continue to function without them. My message to the Queen is: Look, if you're listening, you know, just you've earned a rest, and just let us try and get on with life without you because you know you can't look after us forever. Anyway, I had a sign myself. I think it's a sign, but I'll let you be the judge. And this is All a genuinely right. true story, right? It's it's actually amazing the more I think about it. But yesterday afternoon, we sat down for lunch, right? At, at, at our dining table, right? Which it faces out the front of our house, right? So mm. it's a table and it's by the front window. And sometimes and, the ghost couple across the road have a yeah, look. And yeah, they, they have, have a look. Yeah. yeah. And But there's... but. 
it's not straight onto the street because we've got a little front garden, right? Right. Uh, where the bins are, um, where I park my scooter, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's a bench in this front garden. I can't even remember why. I think it used to be my mother-in-law. She needed it off her, off her hands. What do you do with a fucking bench? Do you know what I mean? Garden bench. And this was years ago. And I think in a moment of madness, me or my wife have gone, I will have that bench. We'll stick it out front. And ever since, yeah. I've thought, what the fuck have we got a bench in that front garden for? No cunt ever sits on it. Well, that's what I had thought until yesterday. We're eating our lunch, right? It's about 1.30 in the afternoon. Not joking at all. A woman, a middle-aged Caucasian woman, uh, mm. dressed in like as if she... What I'm saying is she didn't seem homeless. I'll come out and say it. She didn't seem homeless. She was dressed in a respectable way, right? Um, she had a small rucksack on her back and was wearing a baseball cap. All of a sudden, she walks through our front gate, right? Wow. And walks over to the bench, which is right by the front window where we're eating our fucking lunch. And yeah. she just sits down on it. She just what sits down in our front garden on the bench. But she said, there's no way she could mistake it for a public bench because she's had to open our gate to get in the front garden. Anyway, I, all four of us fell completely silent, right? Yes, you would. And I've gone up to the window. I'm about to bang on the window, right? She looks to me, perfectly benign, not aggressive or scary or anything. And I just shrug, like, what the fuck, sort of a look, right? Mm. And she just looks really calmly at me and holds her hand up and says, five minutes. Like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. can I sit down five minutes? And mm. I just went... I shook my head and said no and I waggled my finger and then pointed at the gate and Did you? she yeah it's my front she, we're having lunch she's come in the front garden she's sitting on a bench by the window while I'm having lunch with my wife and kids this is trespassing mate <laughs> I said out are you first of all I'm really surprised at that given the just rest ethos I thought you would have gone Five minutes, fair enough, no problem. But it was it was really imposed. Uh, if I had a large front garden and she'd yeah. been like ten yards away with her back to us, maybe. And if she'd mm. seemed particularly old and weary, which she didn't. She was older than me, but she didn't seem particularly old and weary. She, and it's not like we're in the middle of nowhere, right? <sighs> and yeah. like, there's other places. We're just on a residential street. There's a park round the corner with loads of public benches. Yeah, right. So I just couldn't fathom it. She's gone yeah, to the trouble to of down, You need to sit down, though. Maybe, maybe she's having, like, palpitations or something. Maybe she might have a heart condition. She's she, got diabetes. She, there, nothing seen the matter with her. Yeah, you say that, but lots of disabilities are invisible, Sam. You make, you are making... If, you, if, you, if, you, if your aim is to make you feel guilty, it's working. Because <laughs> I hadn't thought of any of this at all. I'm just until surprised. you just said it. I was I'm like, just surprised. what the fuck? The kids were scared, mate. Yeah, right. They they were uh, like, I mean, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? You've, you've gone into, Who's this you've stranger? Gone into defensive mode. Yeah, you've gone into defensive mode. I was mode, like, get obviously. out. Get out. I didn't it's, say that. I just pointed. It was all done wordlessly, by the way. And I was not yeah. aggressive. I was just pointed like, no, you can't You can't like, come in like, my front like, garden and sit on that bench. Like Buster Keaton. It was like almost. that. But anyway, needless to say, she went. And we're all trying to get our heads around it still now. And anyway, I was thinking maybe it was the Queen, like in she'd taken another form and it was a test. Yeah. You know, like Jesus used to do. Didn't Jesus used to do tests on people using magic? Or is that someone else, um, like the great I'm Supremo? Not sure. I think that might be David Blaine. All right. But you know, like a test where it's like, I'm going to see if you're all right or a bit of a cunt. Mm. 
right? Or maybe that's what it was, And yeah. the Queen has gone, right, dickhead, I've heard you doing... I didn't like... The t- there was something about the tone of that podcast mm. you and Dawson did in Asda's car park that I didn't like. I've come to shit you up. So now I'm going to try and fucking sort this out once for all. Are you basically a benign idiot like you present yourself as to the public? Or are you, in fact, a massive cunt? Well, we're going to find out because I'm going to use my ghost magic to disguise myself as an ordinary woman taking a stroll who needs to rest her weary uh, legs in your front garden. Are you... Are you, Sam Delaney, Britain's top journalist, Mm. hereby alleging that the Queen is or was or is a shapeshifter (laughs) who has faked her death? Uh, Only half of that statement's true. I don't think she's faked her death. I think her death is very real, and that's why we're all so gutted at the moment. But I do think that, much like Obi-Wan Kenobi or Yoda or any of the other Jedis, she's able to come back as a Force ghost... But so that was Ghost Queen. She's also able to shapeshift. Shapeshifting Ghost from Queen. From the afterlife. Sat outside your house. Uh, it's a possibility. And, to, and, to be honest, I'm throwing that, it out there for yours and for the listeners' opinions on it because and not only it's that, very you weird, have, isn't it? You sent her away. Yeah, I know. So I failed the test. So now what's going to happen? Yeah, I think you did. Well, there we go. Um, I was hoping that after the episode we did the other day that we would this podcast would become by royal appointment and we'd get that royal seal still might of approval well, we, still the, might I doubt King it Charles the last the 10 minutes, mate. King Charles the third's in charge now old sausage yeah. fingers okay well we'll see but it's unlikely I think it's going to be a bad look for us and for him I like um, this I like this top flight time machine it started out as a football podcast now it's all over the place it's all about Dean Halls and ghosts and all sorts of nonsense I, I absolutely adore it William, William suggested it to me when they were doing the Premier League seasons but it wasn't my kind of thing but now I see that they've gone completely off piste uh, it's something else altogether now give it give it the royal seal of approval you'll never know where it's going to go <laughs> uh, sometimes it's absolute crap I've got very Welsh there all of a sudden boy oh. no, no, absolute crap I'm the prince of bloody Wales <laughs> I bloody love it they came to the Cardiff once. Now. They came to Cardiff. They didn't sell hardly any tickets. They won't be coming back again. Still put, they still put on a bloody good show, though. <laughs> they didn't care. It was half empty. Didn't bother them at all. They were just wasn't happy there, to be was, there. There wasn't even any bugs in the bloody dressing room. <laughs> they had to walk through the main crowd just to have a piss. Unbelievable. But it didn't put them off. They weren't cowed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see as time goes by whether that, that'll play out as being a true thing that happened, and the Queen is a shape-shifting ghost. But uh, I hope she is. I wouldn't put it past her. I put it that way. I saw a funny thing on a Star Wars account on Facebook where it just said my favourite bit in the whole of all the Star Wars things. Or every Star Wars is the bit in Return of the Jedi where Obi Kenobi's Force Ghost has to sit on a log to have a bit of a rest. <laughs> And there's a picture, and he really does. He comes back in Yoda's rig to have a chat with Luke, and he's going, all right? And Luke's like, oh, you know, he always creeps up, doesn't he, the creepy cunt? Yeah. And he's like, whoa, 
oh fucking hell and he's chatting to him and in the middle of chatting he just all of a sudden he's a ghost he suddenly like makes his face he's like what I could not do a fucking sit down here I took the wit off <laughs> and he sits down he thinks how can the fucking ghost legs get tired they're fucking floating about mate we don't know whether fucking Earth's been a ghost or not. <laughs> it's impossible it looks, to know. It looks lovely, doesn't it, being a ghost? But maybe yeah. we're all wrong about that. Maybe it's actually a strain. Maybe there's lots of, like, gentle but really um, indetectable vibrations that go on all the time. Yeah, and it really drains the floating you. And, that. and actually, you can't, they give you a choice. Like, you can be dead, totally dead, mm. and you'll be really rested, but you'll probably get bored. Or... You can be a ghost, but it ain't half going to fucking tire you out. But obviously, yeah. as a ghost, you can do all sorts of pranks. So which do you choose? And like, mm, I think, exactly. I mean, I'd obviously go the ghost option. I'd go ghost as well. Mm. If there was a chance to change, switch horses at some point. Yeah. Just go back to being dead I've had again. enough of well, this. I, I want to go and be dead. I'm absolutely fucking knackered from all my ghosting. There is. Um, right. That's it from this episode, because I'm going to go and watch the dot. Good. Um, we'll be back. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Throughout the week with all the usual stuff, um, updates on on the uh, developments, etc. Morning. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.